Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Auburn Express. Powered by The Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, The Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Trevon Reed has taken an on-field position with his former boss, Gus Malzahn. Uh, He's left the program. Some fans are upset. I think mostly everybody is happy for him to take this position, right? Uh, One of Auburn's most beloved former players turned staffer. Uh, Opening thoughts here on this on-field promotion for Trevon Reed. Before the, the, the broadcast started, I, you and I had talked a little bit about some fans being upset that this didn't happen here at Auburn. Uh, let's start there. Like, you know, what are your thoughts about him taking an on-field position elsewhere and not at Auburn? Yeah, I, I think that I'll say the same thing or similar similar things to what I said about the, the Cadillac thing, right? And these are not the same situation, not even remotely, but I think that this was a good move for him in his career. And from his standpoint, this was the only way that this was going to work. I don't know that this was ever going to happen at Auburn, not because Auburn didn't want him, more so because Trevon Reed wanted to make that happen somewhere else before it may, he made it happen at Auburn. Um, and so I, I'm happy for him for being able, I didn't think it was going to happen this fast. Listen, yeah. I, I, I had conversations with B. Will about Caddy and um and Zach, and I was like, I don't know, dog. They not, they ain't gonna be here too much longer. If they yeah. want to progress their careers, I could see them leaving. I felt the same way about Trevon Reed. I didn't think it was gonna happen this quickly, but I am happy that he's decided to go ahead and start the process of him getting these on the field roles and whatever you know life has for him down the road. I hope he's extremely successful and then comes back and kills it at Auburn when he's ready to do that. Yeah. Thoughts, Brian. He he didn't do it here. He's doing it. He's doing it in Florida with the palm trees. Yeah, he's in Florida. He's going to make it happen down there with Gus. Gus, you know what? I know Gus was very popular with the players that he recruited and coached. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty clear Gus is a hometown guy. He is going to stick with you and ride with you if you ever been good with Gus. You're going to stay good with Gus. And I know this 
That's kind of honorable, isn't it, though? It I mean, is, he, he's uh, been very consistent on this. To a fault, because he just hired Ted Roof as a DC, so he's got to learn there's a limit <laughs> that you got to you gotta draw a line somewhere, Gus. But you know what? That's not Most coaches, are, are they're, they're prone to go back to coaches that they're familiar with when they get positions Correct. available. They're like, hey, I've worked with this guy before. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. They forget. It's, it's like your ex, you know, it's like, eh, it wasn't so bad. You want to spin the block, and then you get him back in, and you're like, this is why. Yep. I Except in, in this case, though, you can just look at what your ex is doing. What does your defense do last year and the year before, Ted? Oh, okay. So let's let's get you out of here, buddy. Like you just got fired by Brent Venables, a noted defensive coach. Like anyway, I'll, Gus does this, and I think I do think it's to a credit to Gus that he does this again. Maybe to a fault. Who, who was the old line coach he had that our recruited started to tank under? Was it Grimes? No, it wasn't Grimes. You say, oh, he starts to tank under. Um, he recruited Calvin Ashley. Was it friend? It wasn't friend. No, this is before friend. Y'all know who I'm talking about, right? I do, and I, you know, don't don't make me remember stuff. Yeah, somebody in the chat will hear this with it. Hand, 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 yeah, yeah, to a fault. So, I think it's good to get on under somebody who knows you. Like that's that's a benefit. You're gonna go anywhere brand new to do something. You're gonna venture out. Get somebody who knows you, who knows how you work, who understands your value already to put you on. You'll have a longer leash there with them. So that's a good thing. I think this is a great move for Trevon because he's good at what he does. Now, whether or not he can be a good cornerback coach, we know he can play well enough to be in the league. So, okay, hey, you understand the basics. You're not in the league, even on somebody's roster on the practice squad, if you don't know how to play the, the position at a fundamental level. So I'm sure he has plenty to offer there. For all of these coaches, and I know everybody's going to be really upset that, hey, they didn't stay at Auburn. They didn't have this grind and build up and move up at Auburn. I, I think there's value to that. And the value to that is, first of all, you don't have to learn on the job and make mistakes on the job in some of these positions. And what I mean by that is, Caddy, you would figure the next step up to being a head coach would have to be a position coach, not a position, excuse me, a coordinator and likely offensive. How do you do that? What if the, he comes out and he is the Auburn Tigers offensive coordinator here under Hugh Freeze and it would have been bad. And then y'all are calling for, for Caddy's job the way y'all call for Phil Montgomery's. I don't want our legends to be taken down and berated in public in front of us while they're here. I want them to be celebrated while they were here. They had jobs that they could do well. They recruited well. The position groups that these guys, Zach and Caddy coached, those position groups played very well. I like them getting out of the house, going to make something of it somewhere else, because what we get as Auburn fans, if they do want to come back, we get to get better coaches when they get back, because they would have had to put their feet in the water of being in unfamiliar territory, recruiting a recruiting area that you aren't familiar with. You, yeah, you know Auburn. Yeah, you know the circumference of, of our recruiting radius. But did you know it in Florida? Could you make something out of it out there in Houston? If they want to come back here, then we get to have them back here eventually, you would figure, as much better coaches, better at what they do. And I think that's a, that's a, a net positive. You want them here understanding that this is the best place because we'll always love them here, and that's true, we will. But I don't want like a Scott Frost situation where he went to Nebraska as like the, the favorite son. They he, he left. They kept him probably two years too long because they loved him. But he wasn't good at that job. I don't yeah. think that's where you want to find out that they can't handle the job. So God bless them. 
Trevon Reed inclu- uh, included. I hope he kills it out there. And I, I know I'm I'm almost positive that he will. You hate to see him go because nobody can sell the home team like these guys can. But you understand that this is still a business, man. They have aspirations, and I hope they get there. Uh, yeah, look, I don't have a lot here. Uh, for what it's worth, um, if you haven't seen the interview that we did with Trevon Reed, uh, yeah, he is like just the ultimate Auburn guy. Uh, he loved it here. He believed in selling it. I'll say this. Um, I, we didn't feel comfortable sharing it at the time because it wasn't our information to share. But now, now that he's gone, I have permission to share this. Uh, you know, he he stated to us that he would not take an on-field promotion here. That he wanted to branch out, and there were a couple reasons. Uh, first reason being that the role that he's played for these kids here, he felt like would be too different than the role he would have to play for a coach. He thought the switch up would be hard. Um, and, you know, he, for what it's worth, he made a promise to Jalen Simpson and some of his teammates that he would stay at Auburn through the time that those guys finished here. Mm-hmm. He fulfilled that promise to those guys. And now it's time for him to branch out and move on. So this was always in the cards in his mind. Uh, so if you're one of those fans on social media coming after Hugh Freeze for not retaining him, you should you should stop. Like yeah. he he wasn't this one's not on Freeze. He he you know, and I, I don't know that a position was offered to Trevon anyway, right. but I'm saying this is what Trevon wanted. Right. <laughs> right? Like what he's doing. And he went back to familiar territory to coach with somebody who he trusts, and I think that's big. So uh, moving on, guys, let's talk about the the hole that Trevon leaves. Mm. Now, again, if you watch the interview we did with him, excellent on-campus recruiter. He had just gotten permission to go on the road before this happened. So he was not on the road recruiting before. He was just having contact with kids while they were on campus, guys. Uh, You know, I jump in here, man, like. How much does this hurt Auburn in recruiting? You know, is 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 Auburn one or two less big recruits down because Trevon Reed isn't here? Uh, I mean, I think that's yet to be seen. What we do know, Coach Hugh Freeze, if we're going to take, if we believe that Trevon Reed is a man of his word and he's not just blowing smoke, he said himself, Coach Hugh Freeze has the plan. We're just following what his blueprint is, right? Mm -hmm. The question is, can he bring somebody else who's able to follow that blueprint just as well? Now, is he going to be able to sell Auburn the same way that Trevon is? Absolutely not. He doesn't have the thing. You have to have something to pull on for that to be the case. But that doesn't mean that you can't be a phenomenal recruiter. There are wonderful recruiting staffs around the country that are not comprised of former players, yeah. for that school. Right. So it is entirely possible to be a great recruiter for an athletic program and not be a formal player of said program. So is it possible? Absolutely. I think that, again, you just have to find the right guy that fits what Coach Hugh Freeze wants to do with whatever system he has in place to do that recruiting job. And mm. I, I mean, that's yet to be seen. It's yet to be seen whether or not it's going to be as effective. Uh, but I'd be sitting here lying to you if I said I am 100% confident that someone could do it the way T. Reed did it. Right, right. Because he's just his, he's a, he's his own guy. Mm. Uh, Brian, how much does it hurt losing a former player uh, that not only was a former player, but a former player turned pro? I mean, he retired from the NFL in like 2020. <laughs> yeah. And so he was, he's not been that far removed from playing at the pro level. You know, does this affect Auburn negatively in recruiting? 
again, it's hard to say negatively in recruiting because just as effective a pitch as I played here and I played here at the pro, uh, I play at the pro level playing this position, just as valuable is, well, I've coached your position and the guys I coach go to the league and do well. Like that's equally mm-hmm. as valuable. Um, coach Crime can say that for sure, which is why, again, it's valuable to have him here as well. So it's really hard to say. It's to Ike's point. Who is taking over that role of, well, you're recruiter number one when they get on campus? Like, that's your thing. You're not on the road. Or maybe, I mean, maybe they will open this position up on the road because they had opened Trevon up to it. But whoever fills that role, whether or not they have the the chops to be able to pull on the strings, like, like I just said, I can tell you what Auburn did for me. This is something that Caddy said when he was the interim and beyond that. I can tell you what Auburn did for me. And when I tell you that, that sell for the, from that player, former player that's now in a position of authority is going to be a stronger sell than anything that anybody who did not play for Auburn can give because you can't fill those shoes like this person can. Mm-hmm. When you come in, you get recruited by by Tuberville, your name's up on the, and your, your video's up on the board, and you come here and you kill it, and you go number three overall, and you have an undefeated season, and you come back and you're heralded. It's like, who can say that outside of Cadillac Williams? Very few people can say it. Trevon can say, well, I was I was on the national championship team. Was he in 2010? He was on 2010 team, right? Well, I'm making that up. You have some things that you can pull on in their position. I know Zach was actually you know playing on the field for the 2010 class. Other people who aren't Auburn people can't talk about their connection to this team and what success at Auburn as a player has meant for them. But that doesn't mean they can't be effective recruiting. So we will have to see who they put in that position, how good they have been the other places they've been, and whether or not it's as effective a pitch. I think you just asked, well, are we one or two less major recruits per class? Uh, Recruiting is changing quite a bit. And what I mean by that is money, buddy, money. If Auburn's engineering and business graduates keep pitching in like they're doing, if whoever's doing all that calling and reaching out keeps getting all these successful people to pitch in, we'll be just fine. Because we still have developers at the positions of of need where Trevon could have made the biggest difference, I'm assuming. Uh, He he wasn't specific to a position, so let, let me not say that. But wherever, if you get good position coaches... The culture will do some of the lifting. The facilities will do some of the lifting. And the money's going to do some of the lifting. If we are sound in each of those positions, we'll continue to recruit at a high level. I don't think we lose too much. I want to talk about this from a different aspect. I I think that, again, hard to quantify, but missing the energy and enthusiasm and the spirit that he brings to your staff is going to hurt. Right. Unless now, whether, you could find somebody who could equal that. Could do that, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, to me, yeah, like, Trevon is a rare breed. <laughs> if you've ever spent any time around this guy, like, his personality is infectious. Uh, he's always smiling. You can't help but smile when he's in your presence. Now, imagine bringing a family to campus, and this is one of the first guys they talk to. You know, uh, sometimes... I'll be, you know, uh, I'd be texting with Trevon and, and, you know, he's like, hey, I'm sitting next to, uh, uh, you know, Coach Freeze right now. He was he had a great relationship with the head coach. He he was just he was a consummate professional. Right. But he also knew how to tone down that professional a little bit and relate to people in a way that I think is rare. Yeah. 
uh, you know, it's rare in people in general, let alone in recruiting. So uh, I, I do think that uh, it's not just as simple, simple as plug and play in terms of recruiting some of the intangible things that he brings to your staff. And, uh, you know, as far as the tangible things that he brought to his staff, he, it was top tier in that regard as well, too. Um, you know, I talked to some other former players, guys, about being a former player here and coaching here made it significantly easier for them to sell Auburn. Mm-hmm. Having to go to another program and sell that is a little different. Now, if you watch the Warport interview, could you see Trevon Reed sitting down and talking passionately about US, UCF football the way he did with us? There's no, there's no foundation for that, right? Like, that, to me, that would be difficult. I mean, that's going to be a true test of how good, good he you are is, at right. doing. And I think that's the thing too. Uh, you know, going back to the point that B. Will made about like you kind of get better being able to get away from Auburn because you now have to hone in other ways of being able to be a salesman. It can't sell that same message, right? Yeah. Right. That you've you've got to figure out what the real messaging is going to be, or can you sell some somebody else's message, somebody else's history, somebody right? He doesn't have a history of a coach like B. Will saying he don't have guys he can say I put in the league, right? right? He doesn't right. have what he can draw on is his experience as a player. Mm-hmm. He can draw on his experience as others, but he's got to figure out something else. So if he gets that skill and then comes back to Auburn, he's that much better and more valuable as a as an assistant on a staff here then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to go to UCF and sell, hey, man, come be a, what are they, Golden Knights? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Come, yeah. come be a Golden Knight because you can. <laughs> the Lannisters. Uh, uh, <laughs> said the Lannisters. Disney World when you want to. I don't they know. Got night, they got Knights, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come to House of Lannister. <laughs> We're better than <laughs> you, and we know it. Um, look, uh, <laughs> um, I agree with you. I, 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 again, I think the pitch is different. And, and, and part of an effective pitch is how much does this person believe what they're telling me? And you know, when people are, are not being real with you, you can tell. You can tell when people are not being real with you. So he was able to do that here at Auburn. I, I hope that he's able my, – my hope for him before we move on to the next topic is that he's able – to believe in something as much as he believed in Auburn at UCF. You know, that's, that's my personal hope for him is, is that he is working. A job. I mean, you, you guys, we've all worked for corporations. You know what it's like when you work for a corporation that pays you, but you don't like them. They're not a good organization. Now he's, I, I assume he's going there because, you know, he feels like that's what Gus has, but I hope that's what his experience is because if that's what his experience is, that's what the recruits will feel on the recruiting tra- trail, and that will make him successful. I just think it's going to be difficult to replace here. Um, moving on, let's talk a little bit about uh, not really his replacement, but it was reported that Auburn is hiring LSU Director of Player Personnel Will Redmond, right, uh, mm-hmm. for a high-ranking personnel and recruiting position with Auburn. Now, I... We don't know exactly what role he's filling at Auburn yet. The university, from what I understand, has not made an official announcement, but every major outlet has reported that Will Redmond is coming over. Uh, his responsibilities at LSU in, his, in that capacity, um, he oversaw prospect evaluations and monitoring prospects throughout the year. Um, now, he had some, you know, he worked in recruiting at Kansas, um, he did undergrad at University of Tennessee. Uh, he 
joined the staff at Middle Tennessee. He's been around the block a little bit, both at the Power Five and the Group of Five level. Uh, but he's being praised as the architect of a lot of good things that happened in LSU recruiting. You guys have seen how LSU has recruited over the years. Like they may have been on the struggle bus here and there, but overall LSU recruiting has been pretty good. Yeah, the talent has never <laughs> yeah. been the issue right. down there. Yeah, like, you know, does this help fill the role that Trevor leaves? Uh, I, you would have to wonder, okay, so what? what is the extent of his responsibilities, number one? Okay, what is exactly is he going to be doing? I think Brian Harson had a position here he hired some guy from the NFL to be like a, a NFL, yes, the like, Dallas Cowboys guy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, yeah. I still don't know exactly what his role is. Was his role to say, let me look at the guys who I think would translate well to the league and get those guys in here? I don't know what real Will Rittman's role was because we've talked about this. LSU is a great job because they have the talent and they get it regardless of who the coach is. Will Will Rittman's job have been difficult there to pull in talent to LSU? Who has for the no last, in-state rival. <laughs> no in-state rival in an SEC, a football-rich state. Yeah. Where recruiting is probably easier there for top-tier talent because all you got to do is say, hey, stay home. I don't know. I don't know how instrumental he was. Now, for Brian Kelly, I'm sure he was pivotal because Brian Kelly didn't have the roots in that area like some other people did. And he actually kept a lot of coaches who were uh, familiar with the area there specifically to combat that problem. But... Will Redman doing that, being a part of that squad, I still think you have to say, I don't know, man. You, It's not like uh, Jaden Daniels was a Louisiana guy that was already going to go to LSU no matter what. He was a transfer portal guy. Mm. That means you had to see him, make a call on him, decide to bring him in. And year one, he was okay. You won your division. And year two, he won a Heisman. So if, I'm, if you're going to say, hey, that guy got me Jaden Daniels, and I'm like, hey, bring him on in. Maybe year mm-hmm. one under Hugh Freeze, we wouldn't have got Peyton Thorne. We would have got somebody else if he was here to make that call. So if he can protect you from that kind of mistake, hey, short notice, we got to get a guy in here. Who's it going to be? This guy, that guy. If you're telling me Will Rittman goes, you want that guy? Mm-mm. Yeah, here's, my, here's the list. One through five. Let, like, me, <laughs> let me help best. you make this decision because you're about yeah. to make the wrong decision. I'm all for it. Yes, get him in here right now. I um, want no yeah. repeats this last offseason. Yeah. I player evaluations, man. Yeah. We, we talk a lot about talent evaluation on this show and how it's not an exact science. Bringing in a guy like this, you know, if he is, let's let's follow me to fantasy land here for a second. If okay. he, let's say he's the best at this, mm-hmm. right? Let's say this dude is bees knees, top notch, top man, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like across about five decades for the okay. <laughs> that's what I do. Be. Take y'all back to the '80s and forward. Um, what, like, how big is this? How how much of an impact can this have for Auburn football? If this guy is yeah, because I I would say talent evaluation was average yeah, in terms I, I think, of well, class brought in. What what I think the biggest thing if if he's going to be able to help with transfer portal stuff yeah that's going to be the because i think that coach Hugh Freeze does a great job with high school right yeah. like yeah. i think yeah. he understands what he needs to do to go out there and get high but the transfer portal is where he himself has admitted he's not very good at mm-hmm. and if redmond can come in and help get the focus on how to bring in quality transfer portal guys then 
that's this is an A plus plus hire. Yeah, and to be clear, that's what I was focusing on with that yeah. statement about like talent evaluation. It's not the it's not the high school guys, right? When yeah. you go in and you're bringing in top fifty guys, that's not a talent evaluation thing. Everybody right. universally agrees those guys are top fifty guys, right? right. Like if Cam Coleman is a miss, nobody's saying your, your talent evaluation is off, right? Like right. You know, yeah, because everybody wanted him. <laughs> everybody wanted him. Nobody wouldn't have taken him. But, but to your point, the transfer portal guys. Yeah. So if he's going to be a guy that can bring in or can help you sort through who are the, especially if you're if you're trying to figure out, all right, yeah, the the can't miss prospects from the portal. Okay, great. Everybody knows that. But who is that diamond in the rough guy that mm. nobody's really looking at? But trust me. When you go get this guy, he's going to be a difference maker for your program. Mm -hmm. You need those kind of guys in your building to be able to build a program that can compete, especially with talent that nope that that it's it's not hotly contested. Like it's not fifteen teams trying to get him. Like if if there are multiple teams, Auburn is the the premier program in there. It's like mm -hmm. everybody's looking like why did Auburn offer this dude? And then you see him play, you're like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. Uh, he needs to be one of those guys on the staff. I agree. Uh, I think that the support staff roles, they don't get talked about it enough, but mm -hmm. organization behind the scenes has a lot to do with how well an organization is run. And so sometimes the people who aren't, or aren't what I call front of the house get overlooked. Yeah. Right. The guy behind the coach saying, coach, we need to take a look at this guy. That's not always the assistant's. It's not always the coordinators. It's not always your position coaches. Sometimes it's the analysts, the guys who, right. you, you know, uh, when we cover basketball games, I almost every single game I'm sitting next to an NBA scout. The guy comes in and I always make it a point to talk to these guys because I want to know what they see when they come to an Auburn basketball game. Some of them will, will uh, turn to me and say, who should I be looking at that I'm probably not? You know, and, you know, every time I'm like, look, man, Chris Moore is the best player on the scene that nobody's talking about, <laughs> you know, trying to get Chris some pump. Uh, but everybody else is just don't take them. <laughs> they need five more years to develop. I love I love Chris. I love Chris. But the the you know, it, it's interesting seeing they'll say they'll either say I'm coming for this one person. I'm here to see this person. If anybody else stands out. You know, we may put them on the list, but for the most part coming in, they know what they're looking at. And right. I have not seen these guys super impressed by anybody very easily when they've come to watch a game. Um, hmm. You know, uh, it's, ju it's just very interesting to me. Uh, you know, outside of the person they come, they'll be on their phones and like, you know, uh, I, uh, you know, one guy asked me about Janai Broom. He said, you know, we're on the fence about Janai Broom. I'll, I'll leave the scout anonymous, but he was like, we're on the fence about Janai Broom. And so I want to see a little bit about what he's got tonight. Um, that particular night, Janai had a pretty good game. And, uh, you know, talent evaluation, the eye, but I've heard, had other scouts come and sit next to me, and, and it's like Janai's not even on their radar. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's funny how subjective this particular topic is when it comes to talent evaluation. So the portal is more akin to what happens in the pros. I think uh, to Ike's point and having a guy who can look at a guy in the portal and say, you know, hey, this is a guy that we have to have. I think it's going to be super important. So we'll see if he fills that role for Auburn. Auburn.